Hey guys, welcome to Bongani and them. Guys, I know it's been a while without me posting episodes. I had promised myself that, you know what, I'm going to be consistent with like posting episodes. But you know what? Life happened. And when I say life happened, I don't mean like, you know, um, hey, I got tired of this or what. Like, I got overwhelmed by so many things that were happening in my life. And I mean, um... Everything was uh, going according to plan in uh, August, September, but then uh, things just took a short left. And yeah, so if you had paid attention to my podcast, I re-released an episode that I first did in 2019 when I was like, you know what, I really should get into podcasting. Um, I think that's kind of cute. It was a cute way for me to like have a young draw back and kind of like you know listen to myself and recognize that some of the things that I have now I kind of manifested and uh, it truly like it, it's very sentimental to me because I just turned um, 28 years old on the 10th of December yeah be aging bruh <laughs> we are aging in this house but yeah uh it was very sentimental in a sense that you know i get to like understand the type of person i am now and the person that i was then because you know you you as i listen to myself i just realized that there's a lot of like changes that have happened and you know some of the things that i might have valued in 2019 i don't value now and you know there's a lot of changes the approach in life and i think one of the things that i need to touch on is that you know when you experience life you're gonna go through so many hardships and you know those hardships tend to um shape you and you know make you a person who's um eye opened in certain things but one thing about it i'm not for hardships guys Uh uh-uh no like this thing of constantly suffering so that you can learn a lesson can i just stop suffering just for five years or ten years or forever even like can i experience joy in my life where there's nothing bad happening but hey what is in this life so guys to catch you up um i think there's a lot of things that i want to talk about but essentially i just can't but you know sometimes you just need to like gradually introduce people to your shit (laughs) uh yeah shit i went through so much shit my previous job showed me hell like it showed me hell to an extent i was like fuck this fuck this and fuck everybody i am out i resigned with immediate effect and if you're questioning how <laughs> well child that's the problem with that job why did i have the ability to resign with immediate effect that was the major red flag but hey anyways we're here and uh stayed a month without a job and i had to because another thing you know um i mean for me I knew that I needed to bounce, but I had to speak to my parents. I spoke to my mom, I spoke to my dad. They were like, Bongani, listen, 
We hear you, we feel your pain, and we do not like you in this situation. Do what you know is best. I felt really relieved when my parents like expressed support for my decision. I was like, yo, these people, you know, because hear, hear me out, you know, with our parents, right? Um, they tend to like, you know, suck it out, work through it. Hey, maybe things will change, you know? They tend to be like that. And it was very surprising that, you know, my parents were supportive of, like, this decision I'm about to take because I felt like I needed some level of support, you know? And them saying, do it, was the only validation I needed. I didn't need any other person who wasn't in the situation to tell me otherwise because I was like, damn, hell yeah, I'm doing this. And I did it. And I felt good. Have you ever felt good to resign? At a job that you love. I love the job with all my heart. But it wasn't working out for me because emotionally I was draining. And like, yeah, I was suffocating. I mean, on my previous episodes, I think I was talking to Bele, if I'm not mistaken, about how uh, I feel like I'm neglecting certain relationships. But when you look at it, you are neglecting certain relationships because you're constantly trying to prove your worth in people who do not see your worth, who do not see the value that you add in the company, you know, who constantly uh, belittle you, micromanage. I can go on, I can go on, but like that face is done and that's okay. So um, having my, like, my, my parents support me and just be like, yo, Pongani, we see you and you work hard, you do this for this for these people and they still don't see it. Just bound was all I needed. Cause another thing that I need to say about people, right, is that you you understand the phenom- phenomenon of like um showing people the good side of things, you know? Cause I mean fair, some people would say but it, sound, it it looked like it was a good job because you were going all over the place. But you don't know who was paying for that. And the realty is, it definitely wasn't my employers. But anyways, I'm not about to like do a full expose on them. I don't care. It's done. That situation happened. It tried to break me. Like, I don't want to lie. It did it did like it really like conquered me it poked me yo guys like literally i was like what what's happening here but that was the situation that was it and yeah you you, you know people are trying to like uh, you know another thing ne, that i've learned and I, i'm truly appreciative of like this experience is that if you are headstrong on your decision do not tally it up with other people they are not in the situation they do not know what's happening like like people don't know what's happening you know and constantly trying to explain yourself to people is bullshit I'm telling you now like you know the thing is people 
we are so ready to give uh suggest like suggesting things you know to people like we are so ready but we don't know the situation dude my nigga you're not in the situation yo bangani um there's no jobs in this country do you think it's a good idea to just live a job i mean you get money how will you afford your life fuck that now am i supposed to endure uh abuse because there's no job in this country and like I, I, I'm not gonna have an income now I have to endure abuse because of that so one thing about it I was like nah like I was literally like noah like noah I am not listening to anyone I am headstrong on this and I have decided and yeah, flipping resigned, stayed a month, got another job <laughs> in which I enjoy so much. Like working with the people that I work with, top tier, so amazing. I enjoy it. It's very, um, yeah, man. Like you know, you sit back and you just watch your life happens in front of you, and you're like dude you are living the dream but uh yeah no i thoroughly enjoy the current job that i do and it's very fun two months in now and it's you know what i mean at the end of the day i'm not gonna say politics you can't run away from them but you have to master the ability to like maneuver over them you know office politics that is but it's great it's healthy it's it makes sense things make sense i'm not i'm not in hell you know when you go to work you have to have that feeling of like yeah no um i feel i feel great to go to the office i feel happy when i go to the office to see my team you know and yeah it's like wow hey we don't see each other because like we don't see each other for three days and then we see each other for two days so after those three days when we have to go back to the office it's like amazing it's, it's that amazing feeling it's like okay cool great to the office to see these people and that's amazing to me so i truly uh love that then let's talk about um you know how my mental health has been uh with the regards of like everything obviously i feel like as anyone would assume in this situation resigning is not as easy more especially if you wholeheartedly uh believed in something working out it took a toll to me emotionally so like i you know what I, I keep saying i've never reached the lowest but then i remember that there's so many lows in my life sometimes <laughs> there's so many of them sometimes i feel like you know what i should stop saying i have never i have to say i have reached the lowest of the lowest uh the bottom of the barrel or whatever but um this time around um it was it was tricky because the first you're you're relieved that you have resigned and then when you look back at the things that happened when you were currently working there you just feel shitty because a part of you felt like you were losing yourself to try and get uh people's approval 
and your being was lost i can't really go in details on the things that happened but i could just say the subtle racism i faced the <sighs> what else the um gaslighting that happened you know i mean micromanaging is not it's not nice and the microaggressions it's it's a list of its own right and it it really was um tough on me because when all these things were happening it wasn't like it wasn't a sense of like i wasn't aware that these things were happening i was but it was a matter of a bug over anything and thinking about it now it feels like i was completely like switched off like like i was like in the situation but i was completely switched off in a sense that i i i wasn't taking it as it come i wasn't reacting to it i was just like yeah i was just there but these things were happening and i mean when i resigned after that i had to deal with like everything like everything now cuz you must remember that now i had free time i wasn't occupied with anything and everything was replaying like in whatever way that was so degrading cuz now you just like you really were in a situation where you were degraded you were devalued you were undermined you were humiliate like i can go on the list of words like to self deprecate right now are so endless but i had to play that and a part of me felt like you know what um the situation was just straight up of people abusing power and people abusing circumstance yeah because the thing is people in power are too abused like um their power to 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 get what they want so essentially yours in that situation and uh it was truly heartbreaking and then i had to like realize and go back to like i feel like i'm not crazy let me express this to someone who has been in the situation and it was really really comforting to find that i wasn't going crazy but rather the same person who has left the situation also went through the same thing although for him it wasn't as bizarre as mine um other factors are included in this but yeah we're not going to talk about that because it's going to be so descriptive and yeah I'm not trying to catch hands. I'm just, I'm trying to be cute, you know, for the rest of 2022 and Asha in the next year in a beautiful sense. But yeah, um it became a thing of like, you know, just being expressive to each other and we're like, "Oh, okay, cool, comparing notes, you know? Compare notes. Okay, okay. This happened to me, that happened to you." And you just conclude that those people were just not good people 
you just conclude like that and you're like yeah no those people were just not good people and it's very unfortunate that you were in that situation and then you feel bad for the other people that are come behind you who are going to experience those people and you're like hey but there's nothing much you can do because you can't be god right because if really i was god i would put an end to it but hey i guess each and every one of us have to experience certain things so that we can uh yeah we can yeah we can try out and and see but anyways enough about that so as um hard september august october was um i was like hey you know what i sexually need to fulfill my needs <laughs> and i did but i was reckless in it this is a part where i feel like i'm going to overshare and yeah listen to this so okay cool usually usually i am a person who's always using protection and it's either i'm on prep but then again let me tell you my prep history my prep history what happened was uh in uh last year actually i stopped being on prep because i wasn't sexually active and i felt like the pills were taking a toll on me and for the fact that i wasn't sexually active i didn't see the point to like continue them and then i was like yeah no i'm not sexually active and the pills are taking a toll on me and i'm just like yeah it's chai like nah and get circle up so man you like what happened is i became sexually active i was like yeah let me just entertain a few guys here and there and yeah you know we are human like we have our own sexual desires so it's like, yeah let me entertain that then hooked up with this guy cool we didn't use protection and we didn't like i don't think he's also on prep and i wasn't also on prep we were high we drank and smoked weed two things i highly advise people not to do because <laughs> you take stupid decisions like i did so we had uh raw sex and then um yeah that was it right that was like the other guy this one guy and then uh this other guy i hooked up with and then um we also had raw sex and we were also drinking and yeah cool shop these are the two people these are the two people rather that i hooked up with and then a week pass a week pass a go pee bending sensation e e e bending sensation really cool i think this was now coming close to the pride weekend which was on the 29th of october like really damn that's effed up you know so in my head i'm like this is an sti 
three days in STI. But I go to, cause you know, I needed to book to go to engagement, the one in Melville. And then I was like, the booking process is tedious. Let me book at like Discam. And then at Discam, they're like, yeah, you can come tomorrow. Go there tomorrow. Tell the nurse like the whole thing that happened. Although she was under the impression that it was a woman. I'm like, yeah, do I really have to announce my sexuality here? I was like, yeah, no. Because my thing is sometimes when someone is, has already assumed that, you know, the person that you were hooking up with is a woman, hey, <laughs> that's what you think. Run with it. I'm not gonna like try to <laughs> say, hey, actually, no, it's a guy. So that now the way you treat me is like different or whatever because I'm always afraid of experiencing like homophobia. I have experienced it a number of times, but like I'm afraid of it. So I was like, yeah, no, run. let's run with that. It's a woman. So she, she, she tested me, she took my urine uh sample and yeah everything and then she came to me and said yeah it looks like you have a uti like mm, okay bladder infection vibes okay cool they gave me the the pills for it they give me like um i forgot these other things but you know guys whenever you people have had an, a uti you know those other pills they gave me those pills and then okay cool um drink them but now when i drank them the pain would go away and then come back again and go away and come back again i finished the treatment I finished the treatment the pain came back now i was like oozing some discharge with a bit of blood and i'm like yeah, hell no. Nah. This is not a UTI. It's definitely an STI. I decided to book at engagement, and engagement was like, come Friday. Went there on Friday, and um, yeah, I told the the guy there, a nurse there, and he was like, yeah, no. Usually, what happens is that sometimes nurses can make a mistake by assuming that. An STI is a UTI. That's why it's important to always like assume it's an STI before you assume that it's a UTI. More especially with men. It's like okay, cool, interesting. You know, you learn every day. And then um, yeah, they gave me like an injection, and then they gave me like um, what is this? This antibiotic to take for one day. Let me tell you, I took that the following day. I was okay the STI was gone and then um, yeah yo yeah I, I got back on prep even though I'm not sexually active again just like uh, I'm back on this <laughs> and you knowing me I might ditch it you know because if I'm not sexually active like I'm gonna ditch it and then make stupid mistakes again but the whole ordeal was um, I mean I, I'm not really afraid to share about my sexual history and my sexual health, you know? I don't care. Like, these type of information, it's very important to put out there because I feel like there's a level of shame 
especially in our community the queer community there's a level of shame when it comes to sexual health but i know that there's certain people who actually take it very seriously by by being on prep and still using condoms i mean i also learned that you can still get like stis from uh oral sex like sucking someone's dick or eating someone's ass out you can still get like an sti and you know uh i i even read to an extent where it suggested i, I know this is not someone's favorite but like it suggested that if you're sucking dick rather the person whose dick you're sucking they better wear a condom and i'm just like but okay makes sense but the thing the, the truth is you can get an sti through oral sex and it's not only through uh penetrative sex so it's always advisable to like always 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 um use protection and try to be on prep and yeah like the community itself does shame people for yeah like for your sexual history sexual health i mean there's a whole body count thingy you're the biggest hoe in town ha 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 do you go to a nude bar ha ha like all these things and i'm just like i like i wish you guys could see my facial expressions right now because i'm just like what the hell leave people alone let them enjoy their life so for me Nobody can come for me for this because I don't flip and care. I share it because I feel like it's worth sharing. And if whoever listens and it's like, okay, cool. Next time I have an experience, I need to be on alert. Because the biggest problem, I think, I'm assuming, is alcohol. And, you know, the drugs that we take. We, we make silly decisions and we tend to not be present because... I mean you you are high so now you're not as fully present as you would be you forget using protection and I mean that mistake can just lead you um, to 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 catch something and then going back to the people that I hooked up with I didn't know who to tell and yes guys can come for me and say but you could have told both but I mean I just I just didn't and yes it's a bad thing but I just didn't I didn't tell any of them and um, the other had presented themselves as purely purely having the first encounter with me this year the other the other i know i'm not gonna say much <laughs> i'm not gonna say much i am not gonna say much but yeah anyways uh yeah look after your health guys and make sure to use protection i mean it's all fun and games when we riding and you know humping each other but is it really fun and games when we limping all the way to the clinic Nah. so nah. but yeah that has been my eventful three months and it has been very interesting for me and yeah just to close it off uh so 
I haven't been like going out with my friends. And the reason being, for me, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, I am flipping tired of groove. I am so over it. It annoys the fucking hell out of me. And that is just my genuine um, feeling. And then the other part is that there's so much happening in my family to an extent to where my mother is diagnosed with like um, a chronic sickness and I felt I felt like you know I needed to to be an adult in this house and help out where needed and sometimes I get the essence of that people don't understand the role that I play at home people I don't know it's like <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the head of the house but I play a big role in unifying my family in making decisions I like I'm not trying to say I'm important but I'm pivotal like I'm needed and as I'm needed things can fall apart without me there that's why for me if you're telling me about groove and there's an issue at hand at home that needs my attention let me tell you this now over the podcast i am not going to groove home is where i am at i am definitely going to be home and another thing that i need to point out there is that doesn't mean I'm not enjoying my time because flipping hell I enjoy being at home watching all the things that I have here and the games playing Sims 4 until dawn and I'm like my Sims are not fucking oh my gosh I just messed up the relationships but do you get the sense that I I feel yo you know what like I enjoy like maybe things are being sued because not see maybe you can go hong 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 I swear God like like I just chill and enjoy myself I don't need stress because another thing that I hate about queer spaces the pretense the performance and then my many like I am not it I don't enjoy it like that's why you wanna mean a foot in and I would have told that nigga, but because I needed to cool down and be like, you know what, dude, what's up, what's wrong? And you don't say, you continuously point, point, point at me, like it fucking annoyed me. So these are the things, because now, straight up, like, hey, because one, two, three, four. And I was just like, I was annoyed at that fucking situation. And I didn't even lie. I even told my friend, Uti, Lalela, that day, 
Yangi Bora, Yangi Yangisa. Because I didn't need to hide my feelings. That's how I felt about that situation. In Dinile. Like, I, I never get people who are never straight up with you. If we're on just say it in my face. And I know I deal with you accordingly. So I'm point a point. And then, like, like, honestly speaking, like, so, like, either way, Jay, you just, like, find yourself in this situation. And I'm sorry to say this, and I'm not subbing any of my friends, but it seems like I'm always going to have silly issues when I hang with a, a, a particular group of friends of mine. No shade, no nothing, but... It seems like and high school. Yo, it bores me the fuck. That's why I mean I don't I just feel low, man. Because like yo, 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 yo. You just you get bored now like like that time going out for me like i don't know about you guys but going out for me it's like hey if you have fun i never hey especially you want okay i'm not sobbing Anyone, but I, I seven to get on. I like literally, it doesn't work. Like, it doesn't work, and it's a mess, and it doesn't work. And I'm glad we would have made peace a long time ago about this. I really did. And yeah, no. Anyways, um, this was fun. This was <laughs> Yo we, This was okay. This was fun. This was yeah, this was very like this was me sharing Ikaka, you know. And I hope you enjoyed this Kaka and uh you continue to listen to um me uh continuously share like about my life. You you might think you know me but you don't. That's the thing. You might think you know me, but you don't. And I don't know you either, so that's also that. <laughs> uh, this was lovely, and thank you so much again for listening to this podcast. Took you this long, but hey, uh, see you on the next episode. Bye. Hey guys, oh. welcome to Bongani and them. Today I'm joined by the one and only, the love of my life, my boyfriend, my partner, my best friend, my everything, <laughs> my pillar and strength. I am joined by Ngobile Twala. Ngobile Twala, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, baby? If I need to scream, I don't do that. It's, it's... Um... He says he's good, but uh -uh. yeah, I'm gonna be translating everything that he says. He's just like not well speaking today. Sorry. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
So yeah, yeah. Anyways, guys, that was an update that I'm in a relationship, and probably the reason why I'm not like. No, calling. I don't think it is in a relationship. I'm I'm in a what? You in a situationship? Oh, really? Not a relationship. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't know. Okay, this is quite interesting. Why do you think we're in a situationship? For me, I think that. Touch your phone. I don't touch your phone. I don't want to talk. 